Hey, this is Keith Price, and I am so glad that you have become a part of the Keith Price's Curtain Call family. It is really great that you guys are enjoying it, and I really, really feel like I want to give you guys more and do more for you. And the only way that I can do more is if I can get a little bit of help from you. So what I would like to ask of you is that you check out, if you're listening to the podcast, to the Patreon page that I have started in which I'm asking that if you have an extra buck or two that you could throw over to the side once a month, I would be very appreciative. As time goes on and the more support that I can get and the more energy that I can create, behind this, it will give me the opportunity to reach more people. And the more people that love theater in the world makes the world a better place. So www.patreon.com slash Keith Price Curtain Call. Help a brother out. Come on now. Help a brother out. Thanks a lot. This is Keith Price's Curtain Call. On this night thousand stars let me take you to heaven's door where the music of love's guitars plays forevermore in the glow of the twinkling lights we shall love to eternity on this night in a million nights fly away with me Yes, yes, we are back here on the curtain call, and I got a treat for you. It's a treat for me too, but you know what? It's not about me right now. It's not about me. Normally it is about me, but today I'm going to make this about the wonderful people that tune in to Keith Price's Curtain Call, because let me tell you something. You know, there's a few guys that are working on the Broadway right now that I have in my mind, personally speaking, an entirely different relationship with them than they do when they actually come in the studio. <laughs> because, oh, you know, these damn Broadway dreamboats, I can't take it. I can't. You know, and then the British ones, remember last season with all these British boys coming over here, turning me out? And, you know, I, I feel bad because I did not stay true to my American roots by looking elsewhere because right down the street here in New York City at the Broadhurst Theater, eight shows a week, you can see my guest, my friend, the Tony-nominated, Tasha Hairback. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the longest well, intro. You're not even, you actually haven't even I haven't mentioned who you me are yet, yet, baby. But what an introduction. Some of you may know this almost there. darling man <laughs> from the <laughs> season before last in... Um, one of my, I again, one of those shows that I wish you all got the pleasure of seeing. There's a movie coming out, and he's not in it, but we ain't going to talk about that. But that's another story. <laughs> because the charming, delightful, wonderful, and you can see him, like I said, eight shows a week at the Broadhurst Theater in Anastasia. 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 You have to say it like that. Anastasia. 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 <laughs> Giving you Russian fabulousness. <laughs> That's what I love about these. Oh, yeah. My friend that just, every time I see him doing anything, it makes me happy. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Max von Essen <laughs> is in the house. Hi, Ooh, baby. How you doing? I'm doing great. I, gotta, I, I, gotta gotta have you I, I would love you for you to introduce me at my solo shows coming up, but I feel like that would take oh, half, well, you half know. the concert. Well, you know, because I, I, my intros are with love. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I got to find it with love. love. It is with uh, sensuality. Because, you know, I feel for you. 
<laughs> I love it. Listen, I'm on. I'm here for. It. Hey, you know what? So I have Max von Essen up here for two really good reasons. One's because he did a what they call you know a mitzvah for me, <laughs> which was really wonderful, and um, it was a great thing. And it's like, and then I was so mad because he is. This is the second time now he's going to be appearing here in New York City at Birdland mm-hmm. Monday, July twenty third at seven p.m. Is that it? Seven thirty. Seven thirty. Oh. You know that's because they've got you know the the, the, the theater the theater downstairs. so. They have to sca- stagger sometimes more than they used to before, so they're not. It's now seven thirty instead of seven mm. for everyone. But yeah, but he's in the Sight. main room. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I would love to do the other room, but that's, oh, yeah. for, that's for a couple of nights, and I, I'm not able to do that yet because no, because you're show. busy. Yeah. So Max von Essen has this wonderful show. He's not only doing it in here in New York City, but he's also going to throw a little side gig on Sunday. I absolutely am in it, Southampton. Where are you going to be? At West Hampton. West Hampton. There's an amazing theater in there. I don't know if it was an old movie theater or something, but it's just so beautiful, so quaint. Um, West Hampton Beach Performing Arts Center, right on the main street in West Hampton, which I happen to know very well. My family had a house there for a long time, and I would walk by all the time and be like, how do you get to play this place? I mean, they had some <laughs> they had like big legit names. big names. Yeah. Um, this summer, it's, you know, Vanessa Williams, Alan Cummings, uh, uh, some great comedians. Max von Essen. Max von Essen. And I got a call. There was someone who saw me when I was doing this, my solo show down in Florida a couple of months ago, and I think they're on the board or something. Like, man, I love you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna pitch it to our board, and suddenly I was like, yeah, yeah, okay, terrific. Yeah, get the know. conversation you hear. Every Maybe time. two weeks later, I got an offer to wow. do a concert this summer, and it was, it happened to be the night before Berlin. I was like, man, how perfect! Not only is it that great for me, but it's great for my musicians to have. Hey guys, it's two like our gigs. mini tour. You know, two gigs, two nights in a row. It's the same concert. We get in a nice groove, and everyone, everyone, you know, make makes a little cash, so, and we have fun. I, okay, so Max, darling, Angel, precious, my Max, yes. I love me some Max, y'all. Y'all know I love me some Max. Me and Max have a little thing that goes back to when my my old previous job when I was working at Sirius, when he was nominated for the Tony for yes. an American in Paris. Yes. Got to make sure you throw that there. A fun little. Oh, don't worry. I throw thing. it in. My, I'm. I might mention in my act that I have a Tony nomination. I yeah. might. I don't know. I just and a Grammy just, nomination just, too, don't you, for the cast recording? Yes. Okay. Isn't that cool stuff like that is so cool because it was. Those things, at least for me anyway, mm-hmm. being new to the whole sort of awards s- circuit, right? I didn't know, you know, if that an album gets nominated, that the principal singers are, are also nominated, and then and that's new too. That's been within like the last ten years. That not it's only you get nominated, so cool, you win and not only that, like weeks later, a, a medal shows up, like a gorgeous medal on this beautiful, like an, an like an Olympic medal, actually arrives with the Grammys and all pressed, and it's. Beautiful. I was like, wow. so I actually receive something physically too. Like, even if you don't win, it's one of it wasn't one of those really nice surprises. Yeah. See, you know the thing about it though with you, Max, and this is something that if if you don't know this about Max that I learned when I met him for the first time and we had our first sit down interview, is that you love performing. Yeah, there is just yeah. I mean, cut your your veins open right now, and a score of some show is going to probably pop out, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I mean it's just getting a whole you know Broadway history will just mm-hmm. roll roll out. It's just it's it's a kind of thing. It's just I don't know why I don't know how, but there's just like nothing else I can do, nothing else I want to do. And for all the times that it it does feel like work, or the couple of shows a week where you're like, whoa, can I do this right now? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. You know, the other shows are like I can't believe I get to do this, and even the ones where it's tough. I still say I can't believe I get to do. Wow! This. It's still even when it feels like work, I still can't believe it. You know, because when you just... think about what your work actually is, is that you're getting to play. Yes, the, you're just getting to play. The work is something I 
feel like I was born to do something. I chose something, you know, that I absolutely love. And if you could say to a child, what is your dream job? This would be it. So like yeah. work isn't always paired with that. You right. know, very actually very rarely it is. Right. And um, you can find your joy in work and people have a million different occupations. It's all fantastic. But I have the added benefit and joy of like it's what I feel like I was here, here to, to do. do and brings me so much joy. That's really that winds up being really special. And so even when it gets tough, if I just remind myself of that, it just sort of sets me right back in place where I go, oh, man, I'm lucky. Wow. Yeah. It's like so this this turn, though, um, as I said before, <clears throat> that Max is currently in Anastasia. And I remember there was like a window of time between An American in Paris and now Anastasia, and you were doing a lot of regional theater, which was great because that was mm-hmm. keeping your skills fresh yeah. and stuff. But how hard is it sometimes in the, that that period? It was like, at least you're working. But, man, when you got that call for Anastasia, like, what were you hoping was going to happen in that window of time? Like, what was what was brewing for you? Because... You know, every, it, I, it was really great. I, towards the end of American in Paris, I was sort of like, what can, what can I do next that's going to be really scary and really be really challenging? And I knew I wanted to do a play. So I was looking for projects right. where I could step on stage and not sing a note, not mm-hmm. dance a note. And just rely on on the words and the acting, and that may seem very simple, but for someone who's so comfortable in musical theater, that's actually really terrifying. Right. Really terrifying. And I auditioned for this play at the Mint Theater Off Broadway called Yours Unfaithfully, and you were some you're a cat in that one. Oh, you? yes, and it was I loved it <laughs> so much. No, but he but he's also like a lot of characters I get to play. There's st- there's they're complex and they have a heart, and like there's there are things you want to hate about them, but then sometimes mm-hmm. it's almost impossible to. And well, I try to. That's what you're doing now. Yeah, I try to incorporate that into into this character Gleb in Anastasia as well. But the Mint Theater, so of course I go in for this play and I just, I wanted to kind of start easy, but I get cast as the lead role in this, this three act old British comedy, which we did without an accent. We kind Mm -hmm. of tried to kind of take it out of any sort of period and country just so we could all sort of. Just get into the Just get into the text and the meaning. Um, So my first professional play in New York was this massive three act like huge character but it was it, it was incredible and i just the fact that i got through it mm-hmm. was an, a triumph for me and it right. just gave me a tremendous amount of confidence and then right after i booked up a, a regional debut of a play a, play, a stage version of Murder on the Orient Express right. at the McCarter Theater, which does incredible stuff in Princeton, New, New Jersey. Jersey. Yeah, yeah. And then right after that, I went and did a play with music at BAM. You know, where I sang maybe sixteen bars at the end of the show, but the rest of it was just monologues. And so mm-hmm. I had spent this year acting, so I was poor, but I <laughs> <laughs> but fulfilled. Oh, extremely fulfilled. <laughs> But that's why, you know, it all sort of comes up and down. So I had this incredible, I mean, American in Paris was everything. It was a great job, um, artistically fulfilled, all Mm -hmm. all of that. And the next year doing the plays, I was very artistically fulfilled, but they weren't, you know, jobs where I could really, you know, so I was was struggling. Let's just be honest. Off-Broadway and regional, it, it was much tougher so the then, work is rich but it's yeah, not rich it, enriching yes, it, financially that's yeah. the thing you know yeah and so then i was thrilled when um anastasia wasn't even on my kind of radar at right. all i kind of missed it that season coming out and i i just assumed everyone was there for a full year and mm-hmm. for whatever reason i don't, I don't know the, the reasoning but ramin had it ramin karimlu had a had a shorter contract mm-hmm. so all of a sudden out of nowhere i get this audition for it i was like oh okay it was nothing i was expecting so let mm-hmm. me go see the show and I actually really loved it. And mm-hmm. particularly this character, I was really drawn to this 
this character who's kind of. I feel like I remember running into you like in the streets of like we were on Schubert Alley somewhere near there. It was probably Irene, and you were walking by, and I was like, "Oh my God, it's Max Vanessa!" And you're like, "Hey!" And you were doing. I think you were still doing. Um, the Orient Express thing, or you were getting ready to do that, but you were talking. Uh-huh. There was talk about you doing Anastasia, and I was like, "Oh well, you know, uh-huh. one dreamy man for another dreamy man." I ain't <laughs> mad at you, Broadway. Hey, I am not mad to replace <laughs> Ramin. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> That's a six pack you got. to Oh fill, my god, honey. he's just re- he's, he's also ridiculous. ridiculous. He's I mean, ridiculous. I, I I can't hate him, but I want to hate him. <laughs> That's Who what I hate that about of, him. Who has that time to that, even get a body like that? Right? I mean, what is he doing? With three kids With three and stuff kids, and in a band and these, all kinds it, of stuff. Yeah, I know. It's he's just he's Yeah, he's a he's a powerhouse. We hate you, but we love you. <laughs> oh, completely. I yeah. I adore him and I am blown away by his his voice, his mm-hmm. talent. He's just incredible. And uh, and a truly nice guy. Yeah, it couldn't be nicer yeah. to me. Yeah. Certainly. It's like, um, but we still hate you. Yeah. <laughs> we hate him with so much love. With so much love. <laughs> I mean, he's, it's really incredible. Some people just like, he's beautiful, mm-hmm. talented, the voice. All I remember man, is kills me. Nikki M. James, one time we were talking and she was, they were doing um, Les, Les Mis. Uh-huh. And she says, it's really hard to talk to him because he just refuses to wear a shirt. And I was like, girl, don't tell people We like don't that. have that problem backstage at Anastasia. <laughs> Everyone's dressed. Let's just say under, you know, his uniform, he would have like a, a wife beater kind of tank top. Mm-hmm. And I'm in like a full, yeah. a full undershirt. Okay. You know, I'm not strolling he's around. A, he's not being all thing. that. <laughs> Because he doesn't have to give it away like that, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> so what's it Go like ahead. being in this show? Because you're in this show with another lovely young woman that I got the chance to meet, like, right before they started um, rehearsals for that show. Christy Alcimar. Christy. Oh, my God. I mean, uh, ugh, I... You know, we it, we almost sound ridiculous, kind of mm-hmm. like you know, cavell. What is the word? Like, oh, yeah, cavelling of cavell, something like that. Yeah. Um, overall, whatever you say, Maxilla. <laughs> I'm not Jewish. I'm just trying to. When you're, just I dated like, Jewish. That's all I got. <laughs> you know, when you just gush and gush over you someone like it. this, you people out there must be like, oh, these actors, they're mm-hmm. not. They please. Christy is a, a, a wonder. Like, She's adorable. I do, not only the way she gives on stage, her her the level of talent she possesses. But what she, what her heart gives? I don't know if you, if you ever have the chance, or if you if you can come by after our show and watch her on mm-hmm. the on the um, outside of the stage door dealing with the fans. She doesn't rush through. She takes her time. Anyone needs a moment with her, a photo, a hug, just a question, whatever it is. She is there. She spends time with everyone. She does her best to get back to everyone with every piece of fan mail. Sometimes she'll come to the theater in the morning and spend the entire day there. Just so she can get caught up, because then the next day there's a huge pile. So what she's giving is coming back to her and that coming back to the show, and That's it's so created this incredible air around our theater and um, amongst our fan base. That's some—it's the most unique and special experience I've ever actually ha- ever had on Broadway in that respect. I've done right. some cool—I've had yes. some cool experiences. I mean, let's be real. This is unique in that respect. I've never seen anything like this with our fan base and their support and commitment and what and and I and it and it all come and trickles down from the top. Right. I'm oh I always try to be great as as nice as I can possibly be at Absolutely. the stage door. I I I I know if I was a a kid seeing the show, I would it would just be a dream if I could get to meet some just, of those actors. How I felt as a kid, so I want to give that back. And I'm and, and let me just tell you about Max. I'm just going to give you a moment right now, Max, because this is the reason this is this isn't the reason why he's here, but this is one of the reasons why I have been so 
thankful that I have found some sort of extra life with the world of theater because there is nothing like a wonderful, generous person to do some wonderful things. And this man, y'all, one of my high school friends came to New York City with her husband and her child dragging her 15-year-old. She's 14, 15, Isabella's. And I, th- we were having dinner Tuesday night and they were deciding about trying to see one more show because they'd already seen Harry Potter. And the daughter piped up, my Isabel said, I want to see Anastasia. And I, my mind was like, oh, wow, Anastasia is a great show. And then I, they pulled out their phone. They used their Today Ticks app. Thank you very much. Uh, I, even though I'm not sponsored Good. by them, sponsored by them. But you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to <laughs> But we love our Today Ticks. Love our Today Ticks. And they got the tickets. And then I thought, okay. I don't really have any money, and all I have is just my love that I have for my friends and for the things. And I was like, what can I do to make this moment special? And I was like, I can try to call Max Van Essence and see if he would take a moment and just say hello to her because I knew it was going to make her day. And y'all, he did. <laughs> that girl ain't stopped talking about you. Oh, since. well, good. I, I hope I hope so. Ooh. If I could make some a special moment for someone, just and show someone a glimpse of backstage. Maybe they've never been back. I mean, yeah, I take it yeah. for granted. Of course, so does my family. They they get that opportunity very often. But who gets to who gets to do that? Come back and you know. And show. again, you know, she's a young actress living in North Carolina, and it's like. And this is the thing about this podcast for those people that live in those places is that. There are opportunities for you to do theater wherever the hell you are, but when you come to New York, it is a very special experience. And if you're lucky enough to know me, <laughs> I don't mean to toot my own horn, but you know, a brother do do so I'd be doing a little something, something, you know, for the broad way. But the, you know that when you get these opportunities to talk to the people that are doing the work and doing the craft, it gives you such a wonderful insight into the world that could be yours if that's the case. It's like, you know, for you, who was, who was, because we all have our stage door stories. Every one of us has had a chance to come in here. What was the stage door story for you that oh, you were like, oh, gosh. this is um, the one, honey. I'm you know, it was a little, not that I'm that old, but it was, <laughs> it was a different time. Mm-hmm. Um, seeing shows, 80s and 90s, and there was no, no social media. We weren't as connected to performers as we are now. And the stage door would have just a handful of people waiting. Mm-hmm. But I I do recall um, Terry Mann being extremely generous with me and taking his time and talking to me about theater after um, Jerome Robbins Broadway had taken over in Jason Alexander's part. And he was wow. the, you know, kind of the narrator and mm-hmm. storyteller of the night. And I also recall meeting Tyne Daly after Gypsy. And that just, I just couldn't believe it and her taking a moment with me as well. Wow. Um, that was a performance that changed my life. I mean, I saw, I wound up seeing that four or five times. I just couldn't believe, first of all, I'd never seen Gypsy, so I was like, oh my God, <laughs> song after song. I was just like, why, why is my love with every song? Why these, why does everything just feel so great? Why is it, why are there so many laughs? And like everything, it was the first time like seeing a book musical that mm-hmm. I was like, everything just works, man, right. this is an exciting musical. But then seeing her, powerful, fearless, frightening, incredible, sexy, you know, in, in charismatic performance. I, I just, I was just wow. knocked off my feet. And she was also gracious af- afterwards. And I remember that. Yeah. Have you ever got a chance to go back and to, to have a moment with them and say, you know, there was that moment you guys don't remember? No. Because I do that with, Not with everyone no. that I meet. 
That, yeah. Especially now, so more so for me now because mm-hmm. I don't get to hang out. Like I'm not at, at the, my old place where people come by all the time. So I'm grabbing people on the streets. And every time, like, you know, I talk about you and I talk about Brandon Uranowitz and uh-huh. how you, I both fell in this instant uh. love with the two of you. And all I kept thinking is, is that I'm so lucky because I get that. But it's like those moments. It's like, you know, I remember coming. What show did I see? I remember meeting B.B. Newirth one time backstage stage door and when I've told I've now since told her several occasions <laughs> that we've met where I was just like girl you were just I, you don't know I just, I just. and Lily is white same thing oh my god and yeah. you know and I do and I tell people that and I say you if you get the opportunity to meet wonderful people like Max Von Essen and and the folks that I named before and you get the opportunity to see you on stage performing and do, you know like I remember that Stairway to Paradise number honey with you with the, the singing and the dancing and the lights from behind <laughs> I was just like damn this bitch is living. well that was just my childhood dream right to fruition like that was just impossible like how did I get to do that I mean I watched those MGM musicals and those splashy mm-hmm. big musical numbers as a kid and you would just like recreate them in your you know alone in your bedroom and like pl- blast a blast a soundtrack and then there I was with the showgirls and the men and the top hat and tails it's like and oddly the feathers that's and my same the- dream <laughs> I mean, but I I have to think it's like I don't really sing like you guys, and I can't really dance. I can hold a cute pose though. Just everybody move around me, move around me. That's what I want. That's how I felt, especially as like as a mover and not a dancer. I was like, this is a big dance number, and I think they really had to be like, who? What kind of dance steps are we going to give back? So I had the most basic things, and everyone just kind of twirled around me. I was like, that's all right. I'll stand here and sing and play with this top hat and this character. Goddamn it! Absolutely. Oh, as a dream. There were there were moments in that number. I have this this um, this thing where I I'm not a good enough actor to stop it from happening. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes in the middle of a performance, and it's happened a couple of times at Anastasia, and it happened several times in American in Paris, and I could literally cry thinking about it because this is like what happens to me sometimes on stage. And I would perform Stairway to Paradise, and I would like look up, and I would. I would step out of it, which isn't a good thing as an actor. You know, you're right. really not supposed to, but I couldn't help it. And I, my, I like jump out of my body mm-hmm. and I see myself doing it and I can't believe it's happened. You know what I mean? Damn you. And Stairway to Paradise was just one of those numbers. It was like this gift and it is him stepping out of his life. It's a fantasy number. So I then couldn't help sometimes just kind of stepping out and seeing it happening. It's like meta. And I could, yeah. <laughs> so and meta. Once in a while. And I would literally start to cry or tear up because I And you're just, making me do that now. Thanks. Well, it, I, ca- <laughs> I catch myself off guard sometimes when I think about stuff like that because it really is. And the other night it happened to me in... um. In Anastasia, because I looked up to the mezzanine and I had forgotten that that's where Kiss the Spider Woman was. And mm-hmm. I love that show. I saw it right. several times. And I looked right in the mezzanine and I clicked into right where I had sat when I saw it the first time. Mm-hmm. And I remembered that as it ha- was happening. And I had to control myself because I actually like really caught myself off guard and like got really choked up because I just, once again... Couldn't believe because as hard as it is, and sometimes you get down, and you're not you're not always working, and that believe me, eight shows a week, it's hard, and you're nervous about your voice and all these things. Right. With all that stuff, I was still just that teenager in that second row, you know, seat who got his seats at TKS TKTS that day, and saw Kiss the Spider Woman and was just mesmerized by it, wow. and had never seen Cheetah Rivera live on stage and just couldn't believe it. You know, so like when it comes right down to it, 
I'm just that kid who got to come, who gets to play on the Broadway stage. So, and I don't think I'll ever forget that. Dang you, man! <laughs> I, don't I didn't plan on you. You are <laughs> one of you are the second person in the course of the time that I've been doing this now that have made me cry while we're actually talking. You and Kiala Settle. Oh, we had a moment. Me I and bet. Kiala. Well, she is. Um, she's quite. But again, again, guys, this this is what I'm saying. So if you are. Able to come to New York at any point in time while this man is on Broadway eight shows a week, this is a reason for you to certainly come and see him there. If you have the opportunity, because this is a very this was like one of those things I was like, I have to talk to this man because I need to make sure <laughs> that at least one person out there, wherever you are, if you're out in Long Island or you're in the city and you just have you will buy that one last ticket <laughs> because uh, uh, he's busy, y'all. He's, you know, <laughs> it's filling up in the stuff. Anyway, but this this man, Mike Von Essen, thank you so much for spending time with me. Thank you so much for sharing that moment with me because you're right. It is, there are moments that I have when I, st- I have to stand back sometimes and think, Jesus, is this really me doing this? Yeah, we oh have to do God. that. Life is, life you know, is hard. You know, life, it's hard. There's a lot coming out, all of us, and... There's a lot we all deal with, and and obviously I know I'm in a very wonderful place. I know it's very easy to find that thrill and that joy in what I'm doing, but we all have op- you It's just a reminder that whatever you're doing, there's right. something to stop and go. Wait a second, this is. But you have to. Is there's a moment when you have to be to grateful. Yes, and you have to remember that. You know, it's like everything that you have done, lived, experienced, felt, cried over, did. Every one of those things is the reason why you're standing and then having that one moment. Yeah. And sometimes you, you have to be marveled that those are the things that brought you to that spot. And there you are with yeah. your talent, <laughs> your good looks, sonny. You got cute something, something at home. I don't, you know, I don't want to give away all his business, you know, because Mr. Von Essen is very busy because he's leaving here now because he's got to get to his show. Yes. And I have to say again, so if you are looking for more fun things about Max Von Essen, go to maxvonessen.com. Mm-hmm. Get everything about the dates of where he's appearing. Find out a way to come and see him do Anastasia eight shows a week week with that fabulous Christy Altamari. I love that little girl. I love her. Love her. And and John Bolton. Don't forget oh God, John every, Bolton. Every, well, what we were talking we'll about. We'll be Christy, here We got sidetracked, but we could talk about it. We're really lucky there. It's so, a huge difference. Where it's, it's a happy building with a fantastic cast. Yeah. Of and a show that people. people are loving. People yeah. have loved the show yes. from the minute it started. So yes. good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Knock on wood. Keep yes. Work going. Thank and you. we are going to be back. Keith Price's Curtain Call on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play Music, and now MixCloud.